This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, after a prolonged lockdown, Greg Johnson has returned to Aotearoa, New Zealand for his nationwide tour, the first since 2019, along with him, Ben King and a special guest, Diane Swan, who'll open the show. The Time is a Traveller Tour, which coincides with the uh, pending release of a brand new album, Tilt Your Interior, what's more than an album actually, brings uh, Greg Johnson to 50 Dundas Street on Sunday, June 27th. More than 30 years in music has garnered two TUI New Zealand Music Awards, eight top 20 albums and a silver scroll. And the songs keep coming. Greg Johnson joins us on the line now. Morena, Greg, thanks for being with us on the Awesome Morning Show. Oh, thanks for having us, brother. Pleasure. Greg, uh, uh, you've uh, made the trip. Um, no easy thing to do for you to get back home for anyone at the moment, and indeed still in lockdown, right? <laughs> yes, we've got two days to go. So we're, um, I'm here with my eight-year-old daughter, so we're um, we're coping all right, actually. You know, it's... it's um think about day five it was a little bit daunting, but now that we're on the downward hill, we're... we're we're fine. <laughs> I, I can only guess that the prospect of hitting the road to play some shows free of restrictions must feel like a bit of a dream right now. <laughs> it does. It doesn't seem quite real, to be honest. I mean, it's been over it's been 18 months since uh, I was in a crowded club or a crowded bar with music, you know, so um, that just seems crazy, but I'm very excited. And I think, you know, obviously New Zealand's done the right thing. They've shut the shut the airports and said well we're going <laughs> to bypass this whole thing so um it's good I'm, I'm very i'm very pleased that no one's had to sort of suffer the kind of rubbish that we've had to go through for a year in the states but a few vaccinations and it'll all be over that'll be the key i think you've been based in la what you know describe kind of a life before and after covid like before this hit what was your musical life looking like well, I wasn't touring very much, to be honest. I was to, to the occasional show, but mostly um, I've got a little studio that that um, I run, and it's you know it's it's near where we live. It's a, it's a, only a ten minute, fifteen minute walk, so we're not much driving or anything, which is the cliche of LA, of course. Mostly a walking bit of the city that we live in, and I'd be doing um, little projects with various uh, other artists and and singer songwriters and. And of course, working on my own stuff as well, and the occasional um, I did a film soundtrack for a, a film called A Seat at the Table about the about the New Zealand wine industry, and um, done work for various um, other people up there, but and around the world. But as soon as it all struck, everything was uh, you know everything just shut down. And of course, a lot of what's happened to music is that a lot of musicians who would normally have gone to the studio have set up their own little setups just to keep you know, keep the ball rolling at home. So a lot of them are finding out now how how um, what a what a money sink having a studio is. Uh. <laughs> you can just pour you can pour endless amounts of money into it unless you're very careful. So we saw. it just changed everything yeah. uh, in that sense. And of course, we were teaching it from home. My my daughter was out of school for a whole year, so she was doing online schooling uh, for a year and. And you know our apartment's not—it's not—it's a small apartment. It's not a big place with a backyard. But luckily, the beaches remained open, and and being California, you could get outside pretty much seven days a week, 
24-7. So we, uh, we just uh, hunkered down like everyone else, really. We might assume that that kind of enforced isolation creates a perfect setting for writing, but has it been, and <laughs> was it for Correct. you? It was, uh, yes, it was, Jeff, actually. I, I, um, I was planning an album this, or rather in 2020 anyway, and um, we just changed the way we were going to do it. It was going to be, we were going to shoot up to London and do part of it with Nigel Stone and, and some of it here and some of it there. And what ended up happening was I did it essentially in my own studio with um, my New Zealand guys sending bits and pieces up and some of my other guys from around the world sending bits and Bob's all, you know, all virtual. And it was it was pretty fantastic, actually. We managed to make uh, a video for almost all of it. And I had a virtual... I, I raised money to do it by selling, essentially, a virtual box set from my website, which was my entire catalogue, plus everything else, all the demos and odd bits and pieces from my whole career in one place as a download, as full-res downloads. And I figured the download is almost uh, is almost extinct, so now is a good time to just put the put the whole lot up, and and we sold that whole box set with the new album for ninety five bucks, and uh, we did that raised enough money to make uh, to make the record and pay the rent for a few months. So yeah, I think the nice thing about these kind of well, one of the one of the positives about these kind of events is that it makes people think outside the box, you know. So um, that's what we did, and, and I think the the record is. I'm really, really pleased with it. It's it's a, my first album in five years, um, and um, it's got some. I think it's got some some good stuff on it. You know, people seem to be liking it so far. It's not quite out, but it'll be out in any any day. So we're talking about the Tilt Your Interior project, uh, which is yeah, that's right, yeah, kind of necessarily yeah. um, creatively been uh, something of a retrospective and a vehicle for material that has not yet seen the light of day, and for new stuff. Yeah, well, the album itself is all new, but um, the box set wasn't was all my previous studio albums and live albums and everything else all in one place. Um, so it was kind of like kind of just putting everything in, in one spot online, where you know you could get access to it, which was interesting to do in itself, actually. Just to you know, because you forget. Uh, well, I had forgotten about a lot of the stuff, a lot of the music I'd done, a lot of the collaborations and stuff, as you do. That way of working with new material of. Uh, of kind of bringing your songs to a team that is there for then sending you effectively sending you parts across the world yeah, and, that's and right. so forth. Yeah. Uh, were yeah. you familiar with that way of working? It's not uncommon, but it's not necessarily the way people prefer to work. No, that's right. It's um, it's it's an interesting one. You know, it's I think it's 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 pretty essential to to collaborate with people on any kind of um, album. Really, I mean, you, it just adds. You know, people think differently, and they bring think new things to to an idea. But at the same time, as you say, a lot of people, uh, the technology's made that very, very, very uh, easy these days. And uh, yeah, it, it it worked out right. I think you know, the next one we'll all get in a room somewhere, spend a week together. But um, yeah, it's, I'm pretty pleased with the results. So. That's the main thing, I guess. It kind of recognises, Greg, I guess, that you need to be especially resourceful right now to sustain a life in music. You do, yes. I think that's always been true, honestly. Um, I think there, there's very, really very few musicians that can rely on uh, big big checks from record companies or publishers these days. Um, 
I lived a bit of that life, uh, which was fun. But um, that's, you know, uh, I think with with notable exceptions, I'm sure that um, you've got to really either tour or or get get things going online, get a lot of streaming going, and, and uh, I mean, you have to have a lot of streaming to make some money. So, <laughs> well, we saw a lot of. Yeah, uh, it's it's never been easy. Otherwise, everyone would do it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, we <laughs> saw a lot of kind of creative responses to the restrictions of COVID lockdowns, from you know very visible efforts to stay in the public eye, Zoom concerts, and so forth, yeah. to to absolute complete yeah. hibernation. And uh, you know, and over a career that's now decades long, you will have. You know, grown your audience. What what sense do you have of of how they have stuck with you through a, through a time like this? Do you maintain a connection with an audience? Absolutely right. Yeah, you know, um, I've I've built a, a, a very loyal audience in New Zealand, really, um, and they they remember the the music more than anything. I think um, my songs are, are almost certainly better known than I am which is it's kind of good you know that's what it's all about really um, and I've and I've just built up a, a kind of live reputation I think over the years um, that we deliver a good live show you know and it's, it's always um, it's always different and we, we try and you know there's a certain um, the thrill for me of live is having the audience right there in the face I'm a nightclub player you know I wouldn't really know what to do when I get onto a giant stage um I, I'm sort of where is everyone? Not so far away. I can't see them. You know, I don't. That's not my uh, my thing. I'm I'm, uh, I'm much better when they're all when we're all jammed in a small room. And uh, sounds like that's going to be the case at uh, at um, uh, Fifty Dundas Street. Street yeah. Uh, so Fifty Dundas Street yeah, here, and it does a small venue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great yeah. to hear. We're talking with Greg Johnson about the time as a traveller tour, which brings Greg to. Uh, 50 Dundas Street on Sunday, June 27th. Uh, so let's talk about that live experience. This tour, for all the reasons we've talked about, will be especially poignant, I'm sure. What approach are you taking to putting your set together? Well, you know, I, I, I'm very aware that um, people, they want to hear, uh, you know, the, the tracks that they that they know, the Isabels and the Don't Wait Another Days and, and uh, you know, some, uh, some of the others that have had a lot of airplay, Now the Sun Is Out and, um, I'm always happy to play those songs too. There's nothing like um, having people people uh, playing songs that they that they know. But I also I've got a big enough catalogue now that I that I don't necessarily have to repeat on a lot of the sort of uh, songs that people probably know a little bit less. So it's always fun mixing stuff up and also reinventing a little bit some of the older tunes. And on this one, you know, I'm trying three or four of the new albums. So it's. Uh, yeah, it's always good fun, and, and you know, half the fun is, is um, talking to people uh, before, after, and during the show as well. You know, just seeing what everyone's doing, and, and um, it feel it does feel like a, a kind of extended family, honestly. Yeah. And how are you presenting them? You've got Ben King on board. Yeah, um, for for Dunedin, I believe uh, the little little uh, being a little um, daytime gig, it's it's a duo, which is quite a different sort of vibe as well to the band um, it's a little bit more intimate even again um, Ben plays electric and sings with me and, and we've got Diane Swan warming up so it's going to be a great afternoon we had a conversation with Diane uh, a couple of weeks ago here on ORFM's Awesome Morning Show fabulous new album from her too it's great to see isn't it yeah she's she's awesome she's been around uh, you know for a while too and, and just a class act all around really 
Now that you've made this uh, huge effort to get back to Aotearoa, New Zealand, and to um, begin this tour, have you set your sights much beyond the tour uh, in terms of where to from here? Uh, I'll be working a new record for a little while, I think. Um, I've got a, I, I cancelled shows in England and Ireland twice during the uh, during the lockdown, so we've got to try and resurrect those. And um, yeah, I must. I mean, I'm, my California people are saying, "Why don't you do a California show?" It's like, yeah, I'll try and figure somewhere else. So <laughs> there's there's plenty to be going on with for sure. Yeah. Well, Greg, uh, we really appreciate the time you've taken to join us here on ORFM uh, on the Awesome oh, thanks, Morning Pete. Show. Uh, all the very best. You've got a couple of days left to get through, and then you can get out and enjoy the freedoms <laughs> of, of a country. I guess yeah, that you're going to really excited. enjoy <laughs> testing uh, yourself out on the road. You know eh? it. Yep. Greg Johnson. I'm searching for oysters the minute I get out. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Good luck with that. Kia ora, and thanks so much for being with us. Kia ora, kāpia. Thank you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.